My inner world has unknown terrain, writes Lisa Colon Dilay. And so does yours. This expanse includes our minds, hearts, wills, and spirits. The wildland within also includes our experiences, aspirations, and memories. And like it or not, this territory also includes shadowy areas of hidden influences, as well as triggering thoughts and feelings. For many of us, the wildland within remains unexplored territory that we seldom navigate. We hardly know anything about it. We all, at times, avoid looking at painful or difficult parts of ourselves because of our fears or the commotion of our lives. Thanks to these beautiful words by Lisa and our recent conversation and the particular stage of life I find myself in, I've been doing a lot of internal work lately. For my birthday, my spouse Taylor bought me a year subscription to Headspace, an app that leads you through guided meditations. My body and my emotions have been changing and growing and shifting and honestly, I'm trying to keep up. And this trying to keep up has forced me to sit with it, all of it, and specifically to sit with myself. Now, I've never been much of a crier. I'm not very quote-unquote emotional uh, in the way that we understand emotional. Yes, I'm passionate and introspective and all of those things. But if I do experience any emotion, it's usually anger. Yes, I'm an Enneagram 8. But these shifting hormones within me and the death of my sweet kitty, who is such an important part of my family, has had me weeping seemingly on command nearly every day for weeks, and I don't know how to handle it. In some moments, I feel like I don't even know who I am anymore. And the imminent day of my delivery in which my body will rip itself open for the purposes of creating new life has me thinking incessantly about the magic that is our bodies, how much knowledge and wisdom they hold and possess. I've been reading pregnancy books and delivery books and how our babies inside of us know what to do, when to drop, how to be born instinctively. And how a woman's body naturally prepares to give birth, right? Her cervix thins and opens all by itself and certain chemicals are released at just the exact moments. This is true not just in childbirth, but in our everyday life. As van der Kolk reminds us, the body keeps the score. It carries a memory and a wisdom and a knowledge of its own. Sometimes traumas hide inside of us and creep up when we least expect them. Oftentimes there's so much going on inside of us we can hardly keep up. It's wild and it's magical and I think it all has to do with one of the things Lisa spoke about. How our innards, ourselves, our insides, who we are is a vast land, a flyover country with secret crevices and secret gems hidden underneath rocks. And no, not all of it is pretty. In fact, to get to these hidden gems and secret crevices, you have to do a lot of exploring and excavating. And the truth is, the majority of us don't. Like I said, I think I'm pretty introspective. After all, I am a writer, but even I can cruise through life only scratching the surface, talking about that deeper inner work, but not actually doing it. And there's something that I love, and that's this seemingly juxtaposition and how we often discover ourselves in silence. 
When I meditate, I am instructed to focus on my breath, to keep my mind from wandering. And isn't it strange how not letting my mind wander, how just paying attention to the in and out of my belly is what deepens my relationship with self? And I find it even more extraordinary in turn that this silence deepens my relationship with God. When we think of God in every crevice or every detail of our lives, we forget that God, God's in the silence too. In the small, the seemingly insignificant. I've been thinking about this a lot too actually, how we're so used to the big, the big stories and the big moments and the big movements. We love the narratives of Goliath and the parting of the Red Sea and we want to find ourselves and God in those stories and spaces. But in writing Awalita Faith and in paying attention to the divine in me and my changing body and in my breath and in my grief, I've learned that we find God most powerfully in the seemingly small, in the in-between stories and the whispers and the passing comments and moments, in the silent, dim room with the single velita, the single candle that's lit. I think this is why contemplation is so important. It gets us used to looking out for those things. From the breeze, through the leaves, to the passing smile, to the deep-seated trigger we need to become aware of in order to heal. These are all divine moments, spaces in which God is in movement. Even if we don't feel anything, or even and especially when we're not doing anything, but letting our belly rise and fall with each breath. God is there and present, and it's the silence that reminds me of that. May you enjoy that divine smallness today, friends.